Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. Today is March 17th, 2019. The day was March 17, 1912. Bayard Taylor Rustin was born on this day in Westchester, Pennsylvania, to a mother named Florence and a father named Archie Hopkins. As a young student, Bayard performed extremely well in school and sports. And in high school and college, he became more socially and politically active. Throughout the rest of his life, Bayard would advocate for peace and civil rights. He co-founded the Congress of Racial Equality, advocated for Black workers' rights, helped organize the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, and was the first executive director of the AFL-CIO's A. Philip Randolph Institute. His contributions to pacifism, civil rights activism, the labor movement, and other social movements are invaluable, but his career did have both ups and downs. It was clear from Bayard's early years that activism would be a big part of his life. His grandmother, Julia Rustin, was active in the community, and his roots as a Quaker and in the African Methodist Episcopal Church greatly influenced his views on nonviolence, equality, and community. Institutions in Westchester were segregated, as was standard at this time, and there are several instances that show Bayard's penchant for protest. On one school road trip, he insisted that Black players be housed in the same hotel as white players, and he was arrested for sitting in the whites-only section of a movie theater. Rustin attended some college and was active in the Youth Communist League for a while, advocating for equal rights and economic opportunity. But he left the organization once its missions no longer aligned with his. But after college is when his activism really started to gain momentum. In 1941, he joined the Fellowship of Reconciliation, a pacifist organization led by A.J. Musty. On an interstate trip on a segregated bus in 1942, Bayard sat in the white section and refused to move, an action that police officers beat him for. He was firmly against World War II and conscription, and he was imprisoned for being a conscientious objector and refusing to register for the draft in 1944. He spent 28 months in prison, during which time he protested for integration within the prison and faced a sexual misconduct investigation. Bayard was openly gay, which affected the way some people viewed him and led to some social and legal persecution. After A.J. Musty chided him for letting his sexuality get in the way of his social advocacy, Bayard ended up resigning from his post as the field secretary of the Fellowship of Reconciliation. Later, in 1953, he and two other men were arrested on charges of lewd vagrancy and sent to prison. Because of the charge, Rustin became a convicted sex offender. As this news spread throughout his community of friends and fellow activists, people began to distance themselves from him, and it became harder for him to work on the front lines of social movements. Still, Bayard was politically and socially active throughout his lifetime. 
He spent months in India studying Gandhi's movement of nonviolent resistance and speaking to civil rights leaders. And he connected with activists in countries in Africa resisting British colonialism. In 1947, he protested bus segregation by taking part in the journey of reconciliation. He worked with the labor and civil rights movement leader, A. Philip Randolph, on the Committee Against Discrimination in the Armed Forces. He continued his anti-war and pacifist activism, and Bayard famously did a lot of organizing work for the civil rights movement. He worked in Montgomery on the bus boycotts, organizing acts of nonviolent resistance and working out some of the finer points of planning a protest. He helped Martin Luther King Jr. organize the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Bayard even helped plan the March on Washington, landing a cover of Life magazine with A. Philip Randolph soon after. In 1965, he and A. Philip Randolph formed the A. Philip Randolph Institute, which fought for racial justice, jobs, and freedom. But as some civil rights activists began to criticize his moderate stances and cooperation with politicians, Bayard turned to more international issues, like refugee advocacy. In the later years of his life, Rustin participated in the gay rights movement. He died in 1987 of a misdiagnosed perforated appendix. Bayard was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2013. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to know more about Bayard Rustin's life, you can listen to the two-part episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class, the first one called Bayard Rustin, Angelic Troublemaker, and the second one called Bayard Rustin and the Civil Rights Movement. We'd love it if you left us a comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. Come back tomorrow for another tidbit from history. History.